You're listening to Anxiety's Very Own, where we talk all things mental health, pop culture, and most importantly, our love of Drake. Welcome back to episode two of Anxiety's Very Own. I'm Keisha. And I'm Emma. And I know it's been a minute. It's been months, but there's a lot going on. Pandemic. Dogs have cancer. Really sad. Quitting jobs. Moving up. But also, like, really sad, too. So there's been... It's life. Life. 2021. But we're back. And it's all Drake. It's all Drake all the time here. But today is really all Drake all the time. Because a few days ago, Drake dropped Scary Hours, too. He did. How can we not just... How can this not be what brings us back to to anxiety's very own i know we're back baby we're back and we're better um okay so (laughs) let's just get started scary hours too uh okay we're not actually officially a music podcast so i don't know what to call it is this a like a a mixtape what is it i refer to it as a mixtape it's a yeah sort of i don't know the semi-mixtape semi he released three songs. A collection of singles. A collection of singles. Yeah. He released three songs. And I think we should just break it down. We should well, we should break it down, but we should break down each song and go over it. And okay. then at the end, we're gonna discuss our favorites. Okay. Okay, perfect. Okay. So the first song off the al- off this mixtape album thing mm-hmm. is the lead single. And I think a lot of people's favorite, What's Next? I love it. Can't stop playing it. This song to me is like classic Drake. This is yeah. like... It's an anthem. Hype Drake. I wish we could play the song in the background, but we can't because, you know, we can't copyright stuff. But um, this is like, yeah, this is this is the Drake we love. This is Drake that gets you hype. This is a Drake where you're like, this is how you know how good Drake is because Drake can make an anthem. First of all, this is an anthem because it is. Okay. <laughs> Point blank. <laughs> Point blank. But this is a song. Drake is one of the only artists I feel that can do this. You can, he can do the song for you're working out. Yeah. You're getting ready with your girls. But like guys also are listening to this. Fighters are getting ready to fight. Oh yeah. This. Yes. Like I feel like all classic, so many classic Drake songs have that vibe. It just gets you hyped. It gets you excited. To me, this is like, I don't know. I, it's just like, I feel like I'm ready. It's like 2021. Okay, I'm ready. I'm going to put this song on. Because he has the ability of these anthems to put you in his shoes. So that chorus especially it's like for the most part we can all relate to that yeah i mean granted we'll you're talking course. about okay I'll, I'll, I won't no you can that. go no go 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 <laughs> I, I was gonna say on two points he's he's speaking as like his acl injury okay so the the chorus is in summertime all i did was rest all i did was okay. rest New Year's Day, all I did was stretch. Yeah. Valentine's Day, I had sex. Yeah. And this this chorus is amazing because, well, relatable, but also because um, 
it's one of those like quotable Drake lyrics that everyone's totally. just gonna use. Like everyone's gonna use this in their Instagram captions. Yeah. Everyone's gonna be saying it. It's every good Drake single too also has something that you take and you quote or you put it on a shirt or something, you know? Oh, and that whole like we'll see what's about to happen next. Okay, okay, okay. Kind of remind me of you can uh, or thank me later when he's like, You can thank me now, you can thank me later. Like it just kind of felt like that like like it's so I don't know I don't know the word to describe it but that like feeling of being so like overly prepared and like acknowledging something and then like let's move on and with so much confidence like so so much much confidence confidence. yeah I've been hearing people people have been speculating that certified lover boy is gonna be like a take care vibe And people are thinking it's going to be just as good as Take Care. And you know what? I don't love to partake in that conversation because I love Take Care. It's probably one of my favorites. I think it's a lot of people's favorite. Yeah. But I don't think Drake needs to try and recreate Take Care again. But I understand the hype because the stuff he's been releasing, it gets me kind of, it gives me that like Take Care energy sort of where I'm like, oh, like this is going to be so good well kicking off with laugh now cry later it put us all in the mood for that yes yeah like i'm into the like aesthetic of what this is i love the heart in his hair i i know i never want it to go away no i'm like how did this take so long for this to appear i love clever hearts everywhere heart is my favorite shape yeah, I'm gonna. I've never thought about my favorite shape, but I'm gonna say <laughs> that too. A heart is my favorite shape as well. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So that chorus, he brings you in. There's something yeah. like oddly humbling about Drake, even though, yes. like this whole song, he's talking about how great he is and everything he has, and like basically yeah. that he's the shit. But there's something kind of humbling where you're like oh yeah yeah like me too like you can apply it to yourself which is what you were saying thousand percent yes and i'm gonna say that's just like the nice canadian thing we're just so relatable you know us canadians right but i think that's the point of the song is just like yeah i'm drake but also not like in a sense of you know i'm relatable in kind of like a taylor swift way but more just kind of like what do you want from me like yeah. I'm telling you, like this is what's been going on. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, let me live. I know, but then he also does it like he doesn't even sound angry. No, there's like a charm to it. It's like it's almost like, oh, of course. Why did I ever question anything? Like you do you. Why Drake, am I rushing you for anything? Drake is really the best. Drake is really <laughs> the best. <laughs> I should let it be noted, guys, that I have had 2.5 milligrams of an edible, 2.5 milligrams of edibles, milligrams of edibles, and about four ounces of wine. So I'm a little lit, uh, but I got neck pain and stress, baby. Neck pain and stress. Uh but yeah, no, that was it's I, I, I really enjoy what's next. I can see why the he led with that as a single. And did you watch the music video for it? No. What? Oh, Emma. Oh. Oh my god, I feel like the worst fan ever. How did I even miss this? It's okay cuz I missed it too. I didn't realize there was a video and I only watched oh. it uh like 20 minutes before we started recording because um 
I was just looking at the lyrics and yeah. I was like, oh, this is a video. It's a video. And I no idea. it's him, it's him just around Toronto with the boys. He's on the subway, the TTC subway. Yeah, I saw those pictures on Instagram. So there's stills from the video. Yeah, there's stills from the video. And I was like, uh, when's the last time Drake was actually on a subway? Like he just I had, to, he had to rent it. I wonder if when he was on there, he was like, I bet he's like, oh, whoa, it's been a while. Like, I bet he said that to his friends. Oh, for sure. When he got yeah. on there. And having, we both experienced the TTC and it's n- terrible. Oh my gosh, I know. Here <laughs> here we have a, our nice little sky train. It's simple. Yeah. It's clean compared to all the other subway systems. Well, I'm not going to say all because Japan's looks pretty clean and nice. Yeah. But like ours is just very straightforward. Very yeah, straightforward. I don't think the TTC has been touched since like the 70s or 80s. Ugh, no, no. Um, but yeah, you TTC, he's in the aquarium. It looks like he's an aquarium. You get uh, shots of Air Drake, shots of his beautiful home, of course. Uh, and then and then at the end, it's him and his friends and 40s in the video. Oh, which I is nice. includes him. I know. OG best friends, for those who don't know, which you probably do know, because if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably a Drake fan, right? I 40 think- is one of Drake's best friends and producers. And we're we're big forty fans, too. I guess, yeah. right? Of course, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. There's no. I feel like there's no. There's no Drake without forty. No, and I think that's a direct quote from Drake. It is, but I just couldn't remember what it was because <laughs> I was gonna say it, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, what was it?" Um, I think from a Nardwar interview. Okay, does he say it in the song? Oh, I don't know if he says it in a song, but I learned him explicitly saying that okay well um it was just nice to see 40 and all all the other regulars there all his other friends they seem fine too um lovely i should i made notes like i tried to be all like oh look we're studying music or we're analyzing music this was produced by super mario and someone named manish what's next was and super mario also produced blue tint off of scorpion as well um and i i he did a great job great beat i love it's a classic it's an instant it's an instant classic for sure and like i'll be honest just because i'm trying like all i think right now is desperately getting into a concert but i can see this in a concert setting and just yeah, it'll feel really good. The room's going to vibrate. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait for the first concert. <sighs> Man. Okay. Next song. Next song off of... Or did you have anything else to say about uh, what's next? No. Okay. Just that I love it. And I love how it feels almost like cathartic. The release of saying, okay, just feels so like I can feel it releasing off my chest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I agree. I agree. Perfect. Okay. Second song, Wants and Needs. And this one's featuring Lil Baby. And it's produced by Cardo and Des Wright. Good job, guys. <laughs> okay, I'm going to start by saying I haven't heard a lot of people talking about this song. Obviously. Oh, I'm... you're making it. You're you're hesitating. Oh, no, I was going to say, Marie, 
I, I'll be honest, don't, don't like this song. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. I actually enjoy this song immensely. And I'm realizing I'm loving a Drake and Lil Baby collab because I don't know if you know this. I'm actually a big Lil Baby fan. Uh, there's something about Lil Baby's music. It's just, I just, I love it. I love it. I love Lil Baby. Okay. So I think being a little baby fan and then obviously a Drake fan, when they come together, to me, it's just a vibe. It's a vibe. This song gives me Scorpion vibes and the side of Scorpion that I didn't love so much. Okay. I get that. I get that. Um, I'm not, I'm going to say this song isn't like, I can't say I'm going to go back and listen to it over and over again. I'm not okay. going to learn the lyrics. Okay. But I like it enough that I keep going back to it. I keep going back to it to listen to it because I feel like the song is misunderstood. I feel like people are, are cherry picking the songs, obviously the single. Okay. But I feel yeah. like people are cherry picking and not giving the song the chance it deserves. So I just, I want to tell people to sit and really marinate in this song. And you may actually start to love it. I think it's it's a it's a grower, not a shower. <laughs> I will say I did put on repeat today and the chorus brought me and I was like, I think I'm just constantly waiting for the beat to drop in some sense. Like I just wanted to go a bit like I just need something a bit more impactful. And it just feels like it's constantly surface level. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Um but I sometimes think like not every song needs a beat drop. But I think people are it's expecting true. it, especially with these two. Like, I don't know, if you I see Drake and Lil Baby on the track, I kind of expect a beat drop or like something kind of like a cool, something like that keeps me locked in. Cause when they did um what's that other song? Brand new whip got no keys, tailor my clothes, no stripes, uh, please do that. You can go on. We've got M's in the bake. Like, yeah. And Lambert yes indeed. <laughs> Yes, indeed. I think because there was a car that came around. They had that beat. Lives. Oh, yeah, the Lamborghini came. Yeah, he had the flying Lamborghini at the concert. Yeah. Um, When they did that together, it sounded so... It was so good. It was so good. And their, like, inflections were different. Drake was rapping yes. in that low, low voice. And the beat was different. So I guess people, I guess people expect the beat drop. But this is more like, this is almost like a deeper song. I feel like Wants and Needs is, like, the deep, the deep sometimes people forget about the really deep Drake songs. I'm going to say most people. And when you have only three songs on an album of this sort or this capacity, you do need, you can't just have only singles. It, I, I think that it was a good reflection of Drake in the sense that like, here's a single, like a hype single. Here's a, something a bit more moody. And then here's a freestyle. Yeah. So it did make sense. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I agree. I loved it. And I Well, I'm happy you did. It deserved to be loved. Just I wasn't that person. He does mention what I have noticed people mention uh he mentions Kanye West in this. Yeah, I was wondering that and I also wondered if Kanye was mentioned in um what's next about the chain, giving your chain away. Right. Making some Kanye references. It's yeah, interesting. It and Wanta Nietzsche says, I should probably go link with Yeezy. I need some Jesus. 
Um, do you remember everything you guys have been through, Aubrey? Like, Kanye... Kanye, what? But you know what I feel like? These musical artists are, like, all in a toxic relationship with each other because they'll fight and have disagreements and then they're working on music together again and like making up and then fighting again and I truly think that is because they need each other oh absolutely I never really understand tensions in the music industry especially within like hip-hop when there's so much collaboration that goes on there yeah well and some would argue that like oh Kanye doesn't need Drake and Drake doesn't need Kanye no they don't need each other but them collabing is just like astronomical. For sure. I thought that was kind of interesting. I can't remember which song it was, but in one of them, Drake shouts out Lil Wayne saying like, you all love him, but like, I'm the most thankful for him. Or I'm paraphrasing, but something to that extent. Because I always question where the relationship stands. Right. Of, of Lil maybe... Wayne and Drake? Yeah. Yeah. Where do you think it stands? They're not as close as they used to be, I don't feel. No, but sadly, I think that's related to kind of what Lil Wayne is going through. No one's as close to Lil Wayne as they used to be. Yeah. Man, I keep starting to follow all his ex-girlfriends on Instagram. They're so beautiful. But, like, I'm I'm like, wow, what, what keeps happening? It's not the girl's fault, that's for sure. God, no. I don't know what it is, to be honest. I don't know if I want to know what it is. No. I saw a TikTok of someone who hooked up with Lil Wayne. They showed the text and then in the bed with him. And I was like, I didn't need this. Why didn't you send that to me is what I am. This was like when I first got okay. TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still new to TikTok. And I love it so much. I'm addicted to okay stuff. You, are. you look disgusted yet like upset with Well, me. that's something that I would expect to be sent to me. But I get it. This was early TikTok. Okay. Early days. Um, anything else to add on wants and needs? No. No. Not your favorite. Okay. I loved it. No. Not my favorite, but I, I did love it. I did love it. I'm happy that you saw it for what it was worth. Well, I have to say that, well, yeah, I have to say that, like, what's next took me a minute. When everyone was like, what's next? What's next? It took me a minute. So, well, I'll elaborate that on that a bit later. Um, but we'll get to the third and final song off mm-hmm. of scary hours too and this is my most favorite drake collabs are drake and rick ross i missed hearing may back to music i know i know and so the third song is lemon pepper freestyle which is drake and rick ross Mm -hmm. um it just i when they collab i think i think Everyone, maybe other people think like Drake and Lil Wayne collab so well together, blah, blah, blah. But I think Drake and Rick Ross have the best musical chemistry. I love when they get together in a song. Even if the song doesn't like become super popular, I still always love it. Oh, like, I hate to speak like this, but like, it's a vibe. Like when they have a song together, I automatically am like laying in a beach chair smoking a cigar. Yes. It's so low key, but impactful. And like, it's just like, it's so smooth. It makes so much sense. Their voices going between the two of them. 
I, yeah, I love it. I don't normally love freestyle. So I was apprehensive, especially a six minute freestyle. It doesn't even feel like six minutes. No, it doesn't. It's perfect driving music. To me, this is like a perfect summer driving song, like evening, had a really great day. Now you're just like cruising. Yeah. Sunsetting. Oh, and they called it lemon pepper freestyle, which I love because obviously Rick Ross is known for lemon pepper wings. I love lemon I pepper wings. I've never had lemon pepper wings. They're pretty good. They don't do them as well out here as where I've had them. But I, I love a lemon pepper wing. I Yeah, I, they sound like they'd be delicious. Just a side note. Uh, there's something I wanted to point, to the, point out in this song. This amazing, beautiful song. Lemon pepper freestyle. Thing that I love. Something that feels very Canadian to me I okay like- were you gonna point this out there's something he has a line he has a line where he's talking about I guess taking his son to school and he says flooded French immersion <laughs> okay and I was like that is such a Canadian thing it has to be well one his son is his mom is French she's from Paris so like that makes sense but in Canada I don't know the statistics but I'm gonna say one in three maybe one in four kids yeah go to French immersion like that's what you do in Canada or have been to French immersion at some point like it's so common and I was like for him to shout out this kid going to French immersion (laughs) in his song I was like yo you did that for Canada I love how we both have the exact same note because listening, I was like, oh, this is so cute. Dropping off Adonis at school and like that whole story. And then when you said French immersion, I actually gasped. Like, this is how I felt. Like, you get to hear your name in song. Yeah. <laughs> For me, hearing French immersion was like, I feel seen and heard yeah. right now. Like, this is the moment all French immersion students have been waiting for. Finally. <laughs> yeah. Finally. They don't, you know, it's so weird because French immersion is so coveted here. Like, everyone mm-hmm. wants to get their kid in French immersion school. Yet, mm-hmm. no one really thinks about French immersion like that. So, we went to French immersion. Mm-hmm. But no one's really, like, checking for French immersion like that. (laughs) So the fact that (laughs) this is also, like, our parents probably worked hard to get us in that school. Or or just, like, they they were probably panicked, got on the list at this time. Like, they really wanted the best for us. Even though, listen, French immersion isn't necessarily the best for you. Not always. But they wanted the best for us. And Mm -hmm. we got in. So it's like, look at you got us into French immersion. Yeah. And now we made it. We made it. Oh, I'm like, I feel like I need to hang my high school diploma. Like, (laughs) I'll bring that to the next, like, Drake concert. Just being, like, highlighted. (laughs) 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 Oh, that was, like, that to me was so incredible like I figured he would be bilingual but the fact that he's in French immersion I was like this is just incredible it's incredible it is what did French immersion with the secret service like that is uh, I want to I want to have kids and bring them to a French immersion school just for that caption alone on Instagram (laughs) (laughs) that is such a good caption (laughs) 
I need to find pictures of me in front of my school, like in front of our school that we went to. I'll That's reuse that. Such a good idea. That's actually such oh, a good God. idea. Um, so yeah, shout out to the French immersion kids. Um, uh-huh. I wasn't a French immersion kid for as long as Emma, but definitely still know a little French from my French immersion days. You kicked off in French immersion. You count. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But yeah, that was nice. That that made me laugh. And I was like, oh, Drake. I loved it. And then he, but okay, but this is the thing. His kid probably goes to French immersion, but I'm assuming it's a very bougie, like, French immersion school, probably private. Like, none of the French, even though the French immersion is coveted here, like, a lot of the French immersion schools are public. Like, we went to a public yeah. French immersion school. Oh, there's not a part of me that doubts that Drake's, like, Adonis isn't at the best French, French immersion. immersion school, private school. I actually was looking up on Rap Genius, and they say here that he goes to what's called the Toronto French School, which is a private French immersion school. Okay. I don't know if that's right, and I feel creepy knowing what <laughs> no, he goes to, right. but um, that's that's Rap Genius, not me. Yeah, no. No, we don't actually really care where Adonis goes, but no. um, I think that, yeah, he goes to the best. He goes to the best. So when he made this comment, he makes a comment that song that the parents ask him if he knows Beyonce and Nicki Minaj. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, okay, first of all, shame on these parents, okay? Because these people are rich rich yeah i'm assuming oh, sure. this isn't just one of those private schools i'm this is just me making this up but i don't think that just this is one of those private schools where like you know middle class families can still afford to get their kids to go to mm-hmm. this is one of those private schools where like you have to be rich rich so mm-hmm. if you're rich rich why are yeah. you asking why are you even shocked that drake is there because there's probably other celebrities there yeah. Or if you are, like, if I was that rich parent at that school, I would just keep it cool. I would just be like, oh, hello. Like, hello. Like, totally. I would just keep it so cool. Even though, like, little does you know, I'm blasting Drake all day while I'm cleaning my house and cooking dinner for my family. Okay. Yeah, and also trying to convince your children to befriend Adonis. Well, maybe. I'd be like, what? His birthday party? Well, yeah. But um, if I was had my kids at that school, I would not be asking if they know Beyonce and Nicki Minaj because no. aren't I rich where I probably know probably know Jeff Bezos which I hope I never know him but you know what I mean like if I'm that rich I'm I'm already with people in that totally world. so don't ask him don't ask him if you know if he knows Beyonce and Nicki Minaj and also of no. course he knows Beyonce and Nicki Minaj especially you should know he knows Nicki Minaj I was gonna say I'm embarrassed for these parents and I know that they're all white asking these questions and they probably all are yummy mummies asking these questions they are and they probably aren't really millennials yet maybe a later later millennial but they're probably still very much gen x possibly yeah i feel like there's quite a difference between drake and sophie showing up to the parent teacher interviews versus the other parents who are probably like stay-at-home moms with investment banker dads in toronto yeah they're not painting stunning works of art like no, um it's, it's not a cultured home i agree 100 percent. so this is this is the only excitement they have but it's like you guys should be ashamed of yourselves okay ashamed yeah. um but then jake says of course of course he knows them so i think drake kind of likes the attention because he talks about the wives being googly eyed and their husbands even if their husbands are around or something he says something along those lines oh for sure because i like to imagine all their husbands are these kind of like geeky 
like tech dudes. Well, techie investment banker guys. Yeah. Well, and honestly, so, you know what? Those guys all have mistresses. Okay. So when you see Drake and your wife is like banging his secretary and you see Drake and like that's the joy you get, take it. Get googly eyed. Go to yeah, it's true. You know? It's so true. So I guess good on them, but just keep your mouth shut. Just be googly eyed and keep your mouth shut, which you're not supposed to say to women. I get it, but I'm just don't ask them about Nicki Minaj. Don't keep. I'm like, what's that Dixie no, chick? No. Shut up and sing. <laughs> it sounds like I'm saying <laughs> shut up and sing. <laughs> People are never gonna listen to this podcast again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, okay. I love lemon pepper freestyle, and that yeah, likewise. <sighs> Yeah, Rick Ross. And like you said, it was so nice to hear Maybach music on like a Drake and Rick Ross track. It's just nostalgic. It's inspired me to also possibly have lemon pepper wings this weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, well I'll be sure to ask about it next weekend and uh, get yeah, the update. I'll actually stay here to that. They're, they're good. They're good. Okay. Yeah, sure. So what is your favorite track off of scary hours too i mean this should come as no surprise but it's what's next what's next yeah Yeah. and mine is lemon pepper seasoning uh seasoning (laughs) (laughs) and mine is lemon pepper freestyle i i it's just quintessential drake for me it reminds me of when i was like 1920 it's just like so coming of age that's fair. I think we're looking at it from dis- different perspectives because I'm listening to this and because I'm so desperate for a concert, all I'm thinking is I want to see this live. Yeah. yeah. But actual like lay back, listen, I would agree. Lemon pepper freestyle. Well, what's next is like, I'm going to probably listen to what's next more than lemon pepper freestyle, even though I yeah. love lemon pepper freestyle is my favorite. Uh, what's next is just it's getting me ready and it's like I I'm really excited for certified lover boy I also think that's just like the perfect song to release Mm -hmm. before certified lover boy comes out yeah certified lover boy is gonna be I think it's gonna be the album of the summer I think he was gonna go for this like January release and it's not ready yet and then he's Mm -hmm. gonna come out in the summer and everyone's gonna be listening to that all summer long I think he's also paying attention to the vaccine rollout in Canada and we're all supposed to be vaccinated by the end of this summer. So maybe he can start to actually do something. Because yeah. I feel so bad for, well, I don't feel that bad. But I do feel bad for people who are releasing these amazing albums. But by the time they'll be able to tour, totally. it's going to be almost two years after the song has been released. And they may have moved on to the next thing already. Yeah, exactly. But I really think the music people are making right now is so good. I think people are take have the time to make what they want to make because there's not the pressure. Yes. Of like, I got to tour. I got to do this. I got to do this. It's like, let's just start making stuff. So people are coming out with like really good, really good music. I'd agree entirely. Yeah. No, I've appreciated that a lot. Well, I think that covers everything for this week's episode. It was all Drake all the time. Scary Hours too. I give it, I don't know, like a four point seven out of five stars that's fair. that's fair for sure it's solid um yeah. i liked it a little better than the oh my gosh bad drake fan uh demo demo lane tapes what was that what he came out with last demo lane tape oh that one that had like 10 or 15 yeah. songs on it 
that, oh, what was that called I didn't really like that one either that did I didn't that didn't vibe with me the same yeah but this is gonna bother me now I did like that one song 230 baby won't you beat me meet me by the beam I can't find what that was called but I know exactly what you're talking about okay well this doesn't work but yes all right, that concludes this week's episode of Anxiety's Very Own. We hope you enjoyed, and we will be back very soon with another episode. We will be, and thank you for listening and sticking in with us. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. That concludes this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed. If you do enjoy what we're doing, please leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts. That helps a lot. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, you can email us at anxietiesveryown at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.